All right, we're recording. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Unlimited Text. Yep. We bring our group conversations to real life. I'm one of your hosts, a.k.a. Tommy Ain't Got No Job, a.k.a. We Got Emmys, a.k.a. We Got Grammys, Zeus's Produce. All right, this is the smug dude, love at first smug, and the storyteller. All right, no shouts tonight. We're going to get right to it. Let's go. Where can they find us at? So we on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Google, and Podchaser. And you can hit us up on Unlimited Text Pod Twitter, Unlimited Text Pod on Instagram, and Unlimited Text Pod at gmail.com. We are in the building. Yes, sir. All right, question of the week from a listener. Were we up to a hundred thousand listeners yet? Uh, see, it might might be like two hundred now. Nice, yeah, nice, nice, nice. So, Steak Forty Eight in Philadelphia now has issued a hundred dollar per person minimum. Man, get out of here! <laughs> Kidding me. So you go yeah? No. No. Huh? Mm-mm. Yeah, I got, I got to look up that State 48 spot. Because I remember it was a couple of years ago, there was this big thing about $200 dates. Like if your man don't take you on at least a $200 date, he poor. And uh, so I guess that's where it started from. They they saying. But I think this is probably this is probably like a broke a broke dude thing. They trying to they trying to keep the broke people out. Yeah, but even... um. Uh, uh, I don't. I don't even know. Like a hundred dollar meal, so steak plus you gonna typically you know you share sides at places like this. Right, right. Um, a la carte is right. what they call it. Yeah, yeah. So family style stuff, right? Um, maybe drinks included right. in that. Maybe gets you up to a well, hundred. I can't really think of a place that you know, unless it's super fine dining where it's a hundred dollar plate. You kidding me? Red Lobster, yeah, you can get up to a hundred dollars a plate of Red Lobster. Yeah, right. <laughs> nah, but it, it, that's what it said. It said it's this. I looked it up. It this. It said food and drinks. Okay, okay, okay. I get that, but still, I don't want to go into a spot, um, and be made to have to pay a hundred dollars. I mean, what if I do have the money? I don't want to spend a hundred dollars. Maybe right. I like their appetizers or something like that. And right. Maybe I'm wealthy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, I don't, like you said, I'm with you. I don't want to go get a fifty, fifty, sixty dollars steak. And then get one drink, and they looking at me like, "Yo, you owe us like three more drinks." Like I gotta get drunk in order to stay at the restaurant. Basically, is what you're telling me. Or I gotta, I gotta order, I gotta order some sixteen dollar broccoli or something. Yeah. Nah. Hey, and I'm on the website, right? And it's mm-hmm. huge on their website. Oh yeah, now nah, they they I saw it too. They they promoting that junk like in all caps with yeah. with asterisks. Uh, there is a hundred dollar per person food and beverage minimum. And then they have it. So that's in all caps. And uh, then under it, there is a $100 per person food and beverage minimum for each person at your table in order to ensure that each guest enjoys what is it, Enjoys the uh, total experience of food, service, and atmosphere. This does not include tax or tip. We look forward to welcoming you. So, mm, I don't know. That's that's that. Yeah. Some fine yeah, dining like place that you have to tell people this. Yeah, I just like you say, I just don't want to feel like, you know, I walk in and it's like you telling me this is how much I got to spend. And I'm looking at the menu like I don't, I don't want to spend that. I don't want to spend that much. Is this I don't want to get something else to make it that much. Is this only in Philly or no, it's in everywhere. Chicago, I'm looking. Oh, OK. Uh, yeah, I just the, the question we came said, I guess they saw it in Philly. Yeah, so they're in uh, Houston, Chicago, Philly, and Charlotte. And so, uh, actually, the Charlotte one has a dress code. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, so that's, that's what this is really about. This is really about keeping a uh, certain 
segment of society out of the establishment. Um, yeah, that that that's actually like could be an A young, but um, yeah. Anyway, listener, thank you for that question. Uh, but no, I wouldn't. Uh, smug dude, dude wouldn't be going there. Um, yeah, nah. I'm not going nowhere where they tell me how much I got to spend. Like I go to a nice place and spend it, but you ain't telling me I'm, I'm a, I'm a hundred as soon as I walk in. No, sir. Hey, get this. I want, so you, you may have to set a reservation like either online or over the phone. Right. Right. What do they say? Um, just want to let you know that based on this reservation that you said, you do have a hundred dollar per person minimum. Right. Or what if you set the reservation and you go there and you just order something and, and your check comes. Right. It's like, you really spent $150, right? Right. And your check, oh, $100. And your check comes and it's like $200. And they're like, right, well, right. we have a $100, yeah, just, $100 per person minimum. Yeah, you just, you, you you and your date just wanted to go get some some appetizers and a couple of drinks. And you, like you said, because that's the thing, because that's, that's exactly what happened. Like, if the bill come and I know I spent $125 and then they come and give me a bill for $200, i am going to tell them to take that bill back. I got some more stuff to order. Exactly. Y'all just ain't gonna get seventy five dollars off me for free. I'm I'm getting my full my full thing. Or like I can understand if there was a tip too, because if you have right. uh you know a hundred fifty dollar meal, that's at least a thirty dollar tip, right? Yeah, right. thirty dollar tip. So you almost at your two hundred, but that doesn't include the that tip. Doesn't include the tip. Yeah, you can't even do that. So nah, you can't you can't spend one sixty and be like, yo, go to tip. I'm out. Nah, add another forty to that, and then you tip on top of that plus tax. Man, their food it has to be fire. Like I'm uh, I'm actually trying to look on this menu right now. This this is almost as good of a question as the the dude that doesn't wash his legs in the shower. <laughs> when we remember that question? Yeah, uh oh, no, nah, anybody ever gonna forget that dude, yeah. I mean, hey, the crazy thing is is on their menu Right. Uh Mm, they fifty dollars for a steak. Yeah, see, that's, that's what I said. Like, you fifty dollars for a steak. Yeah, get a couple of couple of sides, and then a couple of drinks. I mean, basically, they forcing you to drink too. That's basically what they doing. Well, yeah, it's it's actually not that hard to spend a hundred dollars per person here. Right. Um, I just I don't think it's hard to do that anywhere, but just to be sort of forced to do that. Yeah, um, red lobster. You can't though. <laughs> you just said you could though. You nah, look. you can't. Nah, you 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 gonna be hard. You gonna need about eight people to spend two hundred dollars at Red Lobster. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's another conversation. So, yeah, yeah. So, so what's this new segment that we have here? Now, this right, is the one I, where I be I'm quiet. Start, I'm starting a new segment. It's called Politics as Usual. And so basically, it's real quick. Every week, I'm just going. So basically, I, I feel like you know a little bit of I pay attention. Not a little bit. I pay attention the politics and sometimes I wonder why do they why don't they explain things a lot easier for people to understand or put it in the perspective that's a lot not a lot more straightforward so this week the Democrats have been trying to get the uh, June June January 6th commission passed through Congress which is to investigate the uh, insurrection at the Capitol January 6th so Republicans are pushing back against this uh, commission because obviously they don't want an investigation on their role and what happened on January 6th so my thing is the Democrats should present it as this. We are investigating. We want to investigate the January 6th insurrection because we, and you play on the Republicans racism. We are worried that maybe China or Al Qaeda was behind this insurrection. And in order for us to find out who was behind this insurrection and to prevent China or Al Qaeda or some other foreign enemy and, emphasize China and Al-Qaeda, you know, play again, again, play to their racism, say in order to figure that out, we're going to have to do an investigation. And then you put the Republicans in the corner. Like, are they now going to say we don't want to investigate and find out how to prevent this from happening again? Because next time it could be China and Al-Qaeda or by saying, making them think China and Al-Qaeda were behind it. What can they do? They got to take it. Politics as usual, man. Just put it straight forward, man. Stop going around in circles with these dudes, man. Put the ball in their court. A young. A young. 
Hey, young, we couldn't get to that segment quickly enough. I I, I tuned everything out that you just said, man. <laughs> Nobody care about that stuff, man. See, that's the problem. Insurrection. Yeah, that, that, that's Nobody how they win. About yeah. no that's exactly how they win. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, man. Well, good job, man. You gonna be you you gonna be sitting at the, in your lounge chair with your newspaper, with your slippers on, feet yeah. kicked up, just looking at the news and what and reading the newspaper all day every day, huh? Nah, because it's like I said, to me, it's some of the stuff I just want. They be they be going back and forth with them on stuff, and I'm just like, you know, it's just. And they just be going back and forth with them. Like, you know, they always say the same thing with like abortion. They say my body, you know, my body. Women say my body, my choice. And they're like, nope, we don't believe in that. But then they're the same people on the vaccine. Some on my body, my choice. Yeah, no question. That's why I'm cynical about it all. Cause it's much, right. it's much uh, simpler than right. whatever exactly. everybody makes it out to be. So, um, the a young goes a couple different ways. I was just thinking about it when I was grooving to the intro, Okay. So no 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 forget about Nip. I'm talking about the other thing, the other mix that uh, we had. Oh yeah, we did, yeah. The other mix. So I was trying to think I might take that producer's produce moniker away from you. Fake um, fake ass for real. You know what I'm saying? And I might put that with me on my side. Fake, fake ass Timberland. You know, so um so hey, I was just admiring myself, A Young. That's you know, smug dude. Uh but the other thing I wanted to uh to talk about real quick is man, 2020, everybody was up. Right. In the stock market and <laughs> cryptocurrency and all of that. Young. You seen the correction that's been happening over the past one week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My 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 portfolio has seen it. Huh? Hey young. Uh Almost seventy percent, like sixty fifty seven percent. I think I read this morning, on this morning on Bitcoin, uh, right. which is the number one traded, and then number two is Ethereum, like fifty four percent. And then I looked at the little thing that y'all were all hype about about this Doji, <laughs> the, the, the fake dog coin or whatever, and yeah. and that got crushed too as well. Crushed, Everybody yeah. got greedy, tried to ride that thing up to a dollar, and. Man. Blew it, yeah. Blew the blew the bag, yeah. Blew the bag. Yeah. And you saw the meme I sent you with the uh, with the little girl holding the eagle. Yeah. And it's and it was a meme and it uh, had a split screen and it said 2020 and there was a little girl and she was like holding an eagle up on her arm, right? And it was mm-hmm. the eagle was sitting upright and it was like showing that hey she ruled the market in 2020. Yeah. Then it flipped to 2021 and it had the eagle holding her <laughs> up in the air and so. Yeah, man, it's not funny because, you know, I have some money invested in crypto too as well. But people got yeah. body because because a lot of times people got like got real greedy. So my message yeah. to everybody out there is like, do your research. Don't try to follow tweets and you know all that stuff that's going on. Really, like, try to get an idea of what you're putting your money into and investing in. Sometimes those hunches work, yeah. but that's short term. And so just just be careful, man, because it could flip around and turn around on you right away. And remember, it's not your money until you cash it out. <laughs> that doji, yeah, that that doji was at like seventy five cents like two weeks ago. As as uh, Elon Musk was about to walk on Saturday Night Live, and I was like, yeah, that junk get to eighty five. I'm cashing it all the way out. And I looked at that junk today. That junk down to. 34 cents yeah yeah elon elon went completely against it i know yeah he sold us out he there. sold he everybody sold out, out. Yeah. they say he's trying to win a bit a, a, a big contract on renewable yeah, he sold, energy he sold us out yeah yeah so i you know i feel bad for um everybody that was hanging on but that that's uh that's my a young is 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 cryptocurrency this past week has really humbled a lot of people so yeah now i'm humbled well, just you know, lick your wounds and uh, and buy on the dip. Can't I can't go to hundred dollar dinner place no more. I know that. I can't go to Steak Forty Eight no more. Yeah. We still in the Rona? Man, we wrapping up this joint soon, but. <laughs> Today, President Biden announced that he is redoubling the efforts of the U.S. intelligence agency to find out the origins of COVID-19 from China and Wuhan. And then China 
today in response, started a coordinating disinformation campaign that the U.S. military under Trump created the virus to help him win re-election. That was brilliant on their behalf. Yo, brilliant. See, and that's the problem. That's the problem when you're a liar, right? That's the problem when you have reputation as a liar. Yeah. Like when they when they first said that, John, somebody said that, John. I was like, <laughs> like, hold on. But then it was like the only thing that would help him is that he mishandled it so terribly. You know what I'm saying? Like he just he did such a terrible job of handling it. Like if he would have been like had it all ready and he had all the vaccines and all that and he was had masks and stuff, like eh, maybe, but he handled it so terribly but he that he that, you know he, he couldn't well I don't know, maybe he was too stupid, but that was definitely brilliant by them to say that because it definitely got a lot of people in this country being like, I can, I, can, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. But but all you know we we were um early on in our uh podcasting career. Right. We were having um conversations about conspiracy theories. Right. You know, I've been saying that for a while, man. I just think potentially man made somehow, some way, and, it, it, and it's, it's, a, uh, it's a weapon. Uh, yeah. Some, somehow, because, like, I kind of get, yeah, okay, some dude was eating his bat soup, right? And right. passed it along within the country and then, you know, it, it spread, spread throughout right. the world, right? Right. I mean, I, I, I guess, but, like, really, like, how can anybody, like, pinpoint it? To this one specific person, right? This one specific person now mm-hmm. that cooked the bat and ate it. <laughs> hey, you the you be that bat dude for the rest of your life? Yeah, yeah. That's just your name. You the bat dude? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I I digress, but I just um, you know, I don't know where it came from, but right. but like I just I it, it just it just was always more to the story. Than uh than what people led on to, and uh, I hope they find out the origin of it and what. Yeah, exactly yeah. Was. I mean, I'm listen, man. Like, if it's the bad dude, if it was the Chinese, if it was the Trump military, like we need to know so we can be ready for the next time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care. I ain't gonna say I don't care where it came from, but we need to find out where it came from because we like the, the whole world was shut down for six, eight, twelve months. You know, like oh yeah, we can't we can't. Ju- it's kind of the same thing. Like I was saying about the, you know, it was like nine eleven about this thing with the commission. I mean, with the January six, like we got to know what happened so we can prevent it from happening again. Yeah, and once and we the- figure out what happens, it might help our uh, vaccination get better and get right. stronger too, as well. So that you can know how to how it was mixed up or whatever the situation is. They 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 got to find this out right away. Um. And uh, people are still getting sick. Yep. People are still dying. And not talking about it, obviously, because the whole push is towards getting the uh, the uh, the the uh, uh, what do you call it? The vaccinations. Right. But people are still getting sick. And I see well, here talking uh, about the Houston when, doctors, when, right? When Biden came into uh, office, it was about sixty six hundred people dying a day in America. Now it's down under five hundred a day. That's good. But it's still that's five hundred people. That's still you know. I know. That's still thirty five hundred people dying a week. Dog, it was scary though. For you know that. Oh yeah, yeah. They had nah, us nah. up in the house. Yeah, I'm listen, man. I done I done been on. I done been to Atlanta twice, Miami twice, DC twice, and New York in the last forty five days. So yeah, I mean. None of that would have been happening without that vaccine. I'm telling you that right now. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, what is this thing about the? Uh, hey, uh, the, I did. I young. I, did I send you the picture of these Johnson? What? Houston doctors investigating why some COVID nineteen patients develop massively enlarged tongues. I don't want to see it. You can keep it to yourself. Hey, young. You can keep it to hey, yourself. Yeah, uh, that joke should have been. I gotta. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put that on the. Uh, I'm gonna put that on the Instagram. On the yeah. Instagram page. Yeah, and these tongues. It's like the tongues out their mouth. They can't put their tongues back in their mouth because they so they so big and fat. Yeah. What? So how do they yeah. breathe? That's what. That's what they they breathe through their nose and stuff, man. It, it's crazy. I, I. Yeah, I meant I meant to send you that joke, yeah, because that could have been the A young too. 
I don't want to see that. Yeah, it's free. I'm good. I appreciate it. It, it looks. I'm, I'm gonna tag you on Instagram. Uh, uh-uh, please it, don't. It, it really looks like some like horror movie. Uh, wow. Yeah. Man, te- Texas is is all around tripping. Yeah, yeah, they they crazy. They got a lot going on. So, um, <laughs> outside of like you talk about reopening schools. Right. All right. And like you said, potentially led to 40,000 cases of COVID-19 and hundreds of death deaths. Um, was that last part? At what point were you uh, trying to make on that? Uh, well, I'm just talking about how opening schools early gradually but substantially accelerated the community spread. Uh, you know, I mean, I know everybody was, you know, there were certain states that were rushing to open schools back up, but it looks like they're saying from their research, there was 40,000 potential additional cases and hundreds of deaths related to them opening schools up early. So, you know, we've talked about this time and time again. Like, I just don't, I just don't understand that there's no coming back from dying. Yeah. yeah. Like going, going back to work or going back to school or whatever, like ain't no coming back from death. So all of that rushing for that, just, you know, open schools a couple months early like at that point i mean i don't know like i don't have any kids but i just feel like this school year was pretty much gonna be a wash no matter what yeah yeah hurry up and wait is that is that particular situation and uh yeah you know the kids are the carriers though right like you know anytime i've ever been sick i haven't been we talked about this last week but i haven't been sick um i haven't been sick at all Right. And so usually we get sick, we get some sort of a cold or we get the flu. Um, and, and man, I was praying this, this winter, like, don't get sick. Don't get sick. Cause I know <laughs> you're going to panic and think you got COVID because you got right. sick or something like that. Right. I didn't get sick at all. And the, and the, and the kids, like I said, are the ones that, that, that pass along all the germs and stuff like that. And right. so, so, and, and a lot of them were walking around and they didn't know, um, that they, that they had COVID. Uh, you know the kids, right? And so, yeah, absolutely. That's a, that's a ton of cases. So Texas too. I'm kind of getting off subject, man. But did you hear two things about them? So number one, uh, they're trying to pass a a, a law that teachers, speaking of school, can't talk about racism, mm-hmm. or nor can they uh, talk about current events. Now, how are you sp- supposed to? It's against the law. It's going to be, they're trying to make it so it's against the law for educators yeah. to talk about that. Now, how, how do you right. get around that? Well, it's, now, I get the racism like, thing, but like to not talk about current events, how can you have a school and not talk about current events? Well, this, this all goes back. We, we should talk about this. And I feel like I actually have to do more research on this. This all goes back to the critical race theory conversation going on around the country. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's basically people mad that, they're trying to teach more stuff. You know, like we were talking about before, like the Tulsa riots, the Tulsa race riots in the 1900s. And there are people in schools around the country who don't want that taught. They feel like they don't, they don't want the racism and that kind of stuff taught in schools. So that's really what, that's really what that's about. So that's kind of the same thing. They don't want to talk about current events because they don't want to talk about George. People were talking about, about George Floyd. It was, a one year, it was one year anniversary of George Floyd. They didn't want to talk about that. They don't want to talk about, you know, any of that kind of stuff. They, they just they trying to pretend like it doesn't exist. You know what else I saw in Texas? They're trying to also make it so you don't have to get a license. Oh yeah, they passed that job. It's it's passed. But look, no so. background check either. No for a gun. Right. So you, just, can, you just walk in and you get can it. just walk Crazy. in. Crazy. You can just walk in and get a gun and towed it and carried around. No license or anything, and they're not going to require a background check. Then they, but, somebody got to make this all make sense to me. But you can't get an abortion past six weeks. And you got to wait for hours and hours and hours in line to vote. Yeah. And they only I got know. one box every four to five miles or something for you to drop your ballot off in. As people always say, like there there have been like 11 confirmed cases of voter fraud and they got all these laws. There's shootings every day. And they throw their hands up and be like, I don't know what we can do about it. Yeah.
Nobody was shot this week, right? Mm, no. Okay. There was a video of some dude that got killed in Louisiana, but I didn't even watch it. Like I said, I'm trying to stay away from those. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. So I feel I feel like we've become the pod for the little people. I mean, even though everybody on online still calls you Dave Ramsey. They be like, "What's up with Dave Ramsey?" I'm like, "Yeah, I don't know." That. Hey, that's 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 a fair assessment because I'm a guy <laughs> who wants to get people the benefit of the doubt, but it's all good. yeah. We try, we try, we try out the people coming up. So, since 1985, the minimum wage for waiter servers or the minimum wage for waiter servers in 1985 went up to two dollars and thirteen cents an hour. That hasn't increased since 1985. Whereas at that point in 1985, nationally, the average rent for a one-bedroom apartment was $500. And today, the average rent for a one-bedroom apartment is $1,600. So the average cost of rent has tripled, and the minimum wage for waiter service is $2.13. I don't know how they expect people to live, huh? I mean, not to go up 300 percent, huh? Expenses went up 300 percent, but the income stayed flat. Yeah. And 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 even with that, even with the income staying flat, they still are. But, you know, some days you might make 50. Some days you might make 100. Some days you might make 25. Like you have no way of knowing what your take home. I mean, you you know, unless they go to stake 48, unless unless they go to stake 48. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody get all the waiters you need to get you get you that's a yeah, come get up. you a, get you a job at State Forty Eight. That's the that's the only way. Yeah. But that's crazy. I I I knew servers and waiters didn't make a lot of money. I mean I knew there was a, a minimum wage, but and like I say it's in Europe, you know, you don't tip in Europe. I mean, I know the first time I went to Europe, I was the wait, I think the waitress thought I was propositioning her because I gave her a tip. And I was just like, she was like, and then she was explaining to my, my friend who I was with, was like, yeah, he just gave me this money. And I think she thought I was like, you know what I'm saying? And then she was explaining like, oh, he's American. And she was like, oh, y'all, she's like, oh, I heard stories. Like, you really tip on top of what you pay? And she was dumbfounded on that. Yeah. Like, she was like, why are you paying the restaurant? And then you're also paying the employee. She's like, you're doing all the work. Right. Yeah, I had a similar and I, I never thought about it that way, but it is true. Was was the food more expensive though? Relatively I mean, speaking, was, based yeah, on I, nah, I didn't I didn't it didn't feel like it. Didn't feel like it? Nah. Yeah, yeah. I um you know what? I, I wanna have I need to have a conversation with someone who's uh been a waiter. I have some friends that have been waiters and stuff. But it never dawned on me to really have a, a real conversation about what it's like. Because the ones that I know, they hustle. Right. And they do pretty well. Um, but I, I never I never really ask them if they, if that look, you know, I say little, my bad. If that $2.13 or right. whatever that number is really even matters to them. Do they even count that? That's like $80 a week. Right. If you work a 40-hour a week. Uh, yeah, uh, for yeah. what I've understood from waiters and services, it's really just that's how they kind of pay their taxes. Yes, you know, because you have to claim your tips, but of course, hypothetically, they don't claim all of their tips. You know what I'm saying? So it's just just kind of let that that 2013 just kind of takes care of your taxes for you, hopefully, or most of your taxes. Yeah, they're hurting right now. I mean, yeah. well, they're back up. People getting back up now. So. Oh, yeah. Nah, them Jones packed now. Yeah, they're coming up. I mean, packed. Places yeah. are packed. Packed. Um, um, but, you know, throughout the pandemic, they've they been hurting. So uh, I'm sure they're about to come up right now. Yeah. But again, it's still, it's just that, it's that, it's just crazy that the cost of living is tripled and they still getting the same thing. I mean, Obviously, with the cost of living tripling, that means that, you know, that restaurant that you worked in in 1985, that hamburger was probably $5 and now that's $15. Right. 
So that is going to get you, that is going to get you a greater tip because now the tip is off of $15 instead of $5, but still that that's crazy. And it, it just like they did in Philadelphia, they did a, they did a 20 year challenge in 2001 an average uh, two bedroom apartment was $812 a month and minimum wage was $7.25. And today that same apartment averages $1,260 a month, but minimum wage in Philly is still $7.25. So again, the cost of the apartment has gone up 150% and minimum wage has stayed the same. So if your, your apartment is $1,260, Seven dollars and twenty-five cents an hour, four dollars a week. That's eleven hundred sixty dollars a month before taxes. So you can't even afford a two-bedroom apartment on minimum wage. Not by yourself. By yourself. You, you not might, by well. Yeah, I guess. You, I guess why would you have a two-bedroom? Well, I guess if you like, you know, you got your, you got a kid, you might need a two-bedroom apartment. Yeah. But if you're making a minimum wage job, you can't afford that job because that's just that's before taxes. You ain't got no food. You haven't gotten to work. None of that stuff. Yeah, before taxes or expenses. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Food and getting to work and cable bill. Got to have cable. Internet. Got to have internet. And the internet. Yeah, got to have internet in 2021. And a cell phone. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, got to have that. Yeah. So, I, I again, I just, I just, you know, it just keeps coming up over and over again that, you know, we we tell people to pull themselves up by the bootstraps. But, hey, man, $7.25, uh, $7.25 an hour in a place like Philadelphia, like you, you, you can't live. I mean, you, you got about three, four roommates. Yeah. You'd have to get, you, you have to have roommates right? or some kind of subsidy, like in regards to your housing, uh, like public housing or something, but you, you must have a roommate. Yep. That's like, think about it. It's like college. Like when you first get out of college and get your first right. job, yeah. you, 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 or if you in college and you're, you're living in an apartment or something like that, mm-hmm. you got, you have to have a roommate. Man, I remember my my junk in college was me and my roommate split that junk. It was two fifty a month, yeah, a piece. for a two two bedroom junk. Yeah. We had a two bedroom condo, and it was ours was seven seven seventy five, I think. Yeah, and then we had man. we had one for eight hundred. Man, that we good split old, the good old days. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't even imagine. I was thinking about that the other day, like, man. Two fifty, two fifty a month for rent. Yeah. Think about how much uh, Doji you could lose. Um, man, come on, yeah. My do- my Doji game would be even tighter. That, boy, that would I be could, paying your like, rent, man. huh? The residual man, off of yeah, that. Yeah. Hell yeah, two fifty. And the funny thing is, you think it back when I was still in college, man. But that two fifty was hard as hell to to get to every month. Heck boy. yeah, every month you scraping to get that money. <laughs> Boy, that two fifty, but damn it, what I would do for two fifty today, boy. For the block, boy. Take it rough. Every day has been the same old thing on my block. Shout out to Brad Jordan. Yeah, so this is for all you non sports fans, listeners, which is a lot of them. I don't know if you guys know who Kwame Brown is. He's a uh, NBA player, former number one draft pick uh, for the Washington Buzzards, as, as we call them. I mean, he was drafted probably, what, 20, 20 years ago now? Uh, 2001, the Wizards. Damn, so exactly 20, 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, he played 12 uh, seasons. I didn't even know that. Say again? He played all, like 10, 12 seasons yeah, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, like a, like a uh, he had a long career. I mean, he was, yeah. Well, we're gonna get into it. So, <laughs> anyway, he's been uh, releasing these daily videos on uh, on Instagram and YouTube, basically uh, going back at Matt Barnes, uh, Gilbert. Well, Gilbert, <laughs> Gilbert, Gilbert's like I'm out of this job. But Matt Barnes, Gilbert Arenas, Stephen Jackson, and basically he's been going back at them because. They basically made a joke about him being a bust. Uh, one, of, one of the points that was made, they said, oh, yeah, I was part of a trade for him, and we traded for two players, including Kwame Brown. And one of the dudes on the podcast was like, oh, then, so y'all really only traded for one player then. Oh. Yeah. So so he's been um, every day. Like, he's waking up every day, uh, and he's going to these dudes every day. 
Uh, and he said, you know, like he had a pretty funny line, man. He said, uh, he said, how can I be, what did he say? How can I be a bus when I put my mama on a golf course at 18? Hey, he was he, still a bust. He said, I made $63 million. Oh, no. Well, that's what we're going to get into. But see, I, yeah, he was sorry. Like, no, nah, he he was sorry. He was not a good player. He, see, bust is what your expectations were. He was the number one pick in the draft. Yeah. So. He was supposed yeah, he was, to be, like, like, contributing in a major way. Right. You know, he yeah, didn't he, have to be like a, a, a hall. Well, yeah, you number no, one draft sorry. pick. You're supposed to be a, a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he was sorry. But I guess with him, he was saying it's basically been 20 years of people attacking him. And he just fed up. He, he just tired of it. He said he just tired of people attacking him for 20 years. And his thing was, is you can attack him and say he wasn't a good basketball player, but he says it's gotten a little too personal. And talking about his manhood and all that kind of stuff. And he's like, yo, if y'all want to keep it on the basketball court. So because they attacked him personally, he's literally, I mean, literally every day he wakes up and he just goes on rants about these dudes. Yeah. And uh, I ain't gonna lie, it's pretty hilarious because he's, you know, it's one of the things about being, having made $63 million and being 40 years old and not really having to work ever again the rest of your life. He can just go in there every day. He don't care. He ain't got no care in the world. Uh, like, cause he's from uh, he's from from the south. He's from Georgia, somewhere in Georgia. So I I bet he probably got a hundred acres, big house, about forty five trucks. <laughs> got it. He got a uh, he got a lake with some catfish, and he just get up every day and just go deal with his hundred acres, and it's all paid for. So what he care, yeah. Yeah, no, you you're you're absolutely right. What what does he care? Yeah. What does he care? But yeah, it it when you start to uh definitely cross over and start attacking the person. Right. That's a problem. I mean, there's a quote that I live by that I really like. Um uh never attack um don't attack the performer, attack, attack the performance. performance. Yeah, yeah. Never attack That's the performer, good. attack the performance. Right. So, so, like I said, he was a bust, right? Because he didn't contribute like a number one overall pick should have contributed. I think my man averaged like six points a game, and although that's yeah. the NBA, and people get paid millions of dollars now to not even average that much, but man, like he was supposed to be getting ten points and. 10 rebounds or 15 points and 10 rebounds every single game. Right. There was no way. Like, he wasn't even starting. Like, he only had, like, I'm looking right now, he only really had three good seasons. I didn't know he had three good seasons. So, like, in, uh, let me see, in 2003, he started 57 games. That was his best season ever. He averaged 11 points for the Wizards. Uh, 10.9 points and 7.4 rebounds. That was a great, great, that's, that's, that's decent. Right. That's decent. That'll let you keep your job and be respectful, uh, respectable, uh, you know, amongst your team. Then he started 49 games his first year with the Lakers and he averaged like seven and a half points, uh, and, and, and almost seven rebounds. So that wasn't bad. Then fast forward. 2010 so that was what 10 years in the league he uh played for charlotte and he uh let me see 50 out of 66 games he started he averaged eight points and seven rebounds now to me that's that's not a great career right at all i mean he did manage to stay in the nba over 10 years though but like yeah he was a bust he's definitely was a bust yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. You as can a say basketball he's a player, as a basketball player, right? And that's he was saying I'm not a bust as a man, but yeah, like you said, I mean, yeah, he wasn't a good basketball player, but I mean, I like that. I think that's probably going to be the name of the podcast episode this week. Yeah. What attack the uh, performance? Yeah, not the performer. Not the performer. You welcome I, anytime, man. I, I, I sh- yeah, nah, that was a good one. Let I me mean, drop my episode, mic. This episode fifty, about time you named one. I know um, you want me to drop my mic. I, I did name the bird watcher though. I do recall that one. Yeah, yeah. 
I think I was the one that said the bird watcher. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. I didn't mm-hmm. say the I didn't say the bird watcher. No. Nope. Okay, mm-hmm. we got to replay that. No, no, the black bird watcher. I said that. Oh yeah, no, I definitely said the black. Bird you sure watcher. about that? Yeah. yeah. We gonna we gonna next week, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. We yeah. gonna replay that for everybody. Yeah, we gonna replay that. But so I'm not gonna attack the uh, performer. But yeah, it just it just feels like in general, man. Over the years, whether it's sports or politics, it's just everything's gotten too personal. And I think it that that becomes a distraction of what really needs to be, you know, really needs to be talked about. And I think that's his point. Is like, yo, if you want to analyze my career, but by making it personal, you know, now now I got to see you. And then tonight I was watching somebody send me the highlight. Russell Westbrook got hurt. He was walking off the court and a fan poured some popcorn on him. That That's like that miserable. And that's, that's terrible. Yeah. It, it's just, it, it's, it's really weird, man. Over the last 15, 20, I mean, it's, it's a lot of dudes who make a lot of money getting on TV and radio every day, basically just bad mouthing people that like you can make a career out of. It's a dude that's literally made a whole career out of, Saying LeBron James is sorry, and that dude, that dude gets paid six million dollars a year. Yeah, just and his number that. one, his number one claim to fame was that he says LeBron James is sorry. But like when he's off camera, yeah, he probably loves watching LeBron play. Oh yeah, yeah, of course, because that's what I'm saying. But it's not. But that's the thing, and that's the point I think that Kwame Brown was making. Which again, that was a good point. Is yo man, like I got a family. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you on there saying this stuff about me? Like, it, you know, everybody thinks because I'm rich, I don't have a family and I don't have feelings. Like I got a, I got a. He's like, I, I got a mother. You know, I got, I got kids, man. And all they keep hearing is this thing about this. It's like, yo, nah, man. You gotta think about the impact of that. I man, I don't know. I, I can't imagine like the demand would differentiate. Like if if somebody said, yo, your son, he can't shoot, or if they say. Yo, he a bum. He a bum, and he's he. You know, he a bum. I only think she can really differentiate between that. But I'm sure it gets kind of you know like they were talking about it. The same dude I was talking about earlier when he was calling Chris Bosh Bosh Spice, like saying he was soft, and he was calling him Bosh Spice. It's like yo, man, like that dude, like yeah, that's. At first, time I heard that John was funny, but like Bosh came out and said, man, like yo, I, I got a wife, I got kids, man, like. I might have to go see that dude. Man. Yeah, and that's what's that's, that's what's gonna happen. That's different though. Then then let it be that. Like right. say say what it is, but you can't be an athlete and you can't be anywhere and remotely close to the limelight and the spotlight. Right. And don't think that anybody's not gonna personally attack you. All right. right. So now you can address that like he did. Right. Just address it and say, hey, look, like y'all taking it too far. Right. Like, I know y'all don't rock with me, but we played in the league together. And right. y'all already know, man, this ain't cool. Like, so that's a totally different conversation, right? But the truth is that he is a bust as right. a basketball player. Um, but see, you're, as a player. You're in a no-win no situation as that dude. Because if you say it doing, if you say it while you're in the league, then everybody be like, oh, look at him, he whining. Look at him, yeah. he, look at him, he whining. No question. So you kind, you kind of in a no-win situation. No situation. Because what you really want to do is you want to go put your hands on the dude. That's yeah. what you really so want to do. So that's why I say let it be that. Like, if it is really that, then just let it be that and come clean and just be like, look, y'all not going to keep talking about me. Like, you know, cut the I have a family and all of this. Right. Like, yeah, right. that's that's true and everything. But I'm really angry because right. y'all, y'all, t- y'all taking it like – way too far like I, yeah. I, it would get to a point where it'd be like all right cool you made your point like right. enough is enough like yeah i get it yes i ain't have the greatest career in the world but like okay let's stop it you well, know that's let's what shut he's saying like, it was 20 years like he's like yo I ain't, I ain't been on the court in like 10 years like why y'all bringing my name up because huh? it's something to talk about like that's the internet yeah, again, got the that's, young that's today. Take, and, and, and he made a point of you know i, I got some of them rants is like 50 minutes. So I'm listening to all of them, but he made a point about like Stephen A. Smith. And he said like, you know, these dudes are basically making money by, you know, criticizing black athletes every day. Yeah. He's like, that's, that's like, that's what this dude gets paid to do is to criticize black athletes every day. And he's like, I'm cool with that. But it's like, we're in a situation where 
we can't go back at you because we go back at you. We look bad. If we put our hands on you, we look bad. So we just got to take it. Mm-hmm. And again, you know, money, money, money don't change. Money and fame don't change the fact that you're still a human being. Yeah, but what if the tables were turned and really, what if he wasn't a quote unquote so called bust? Yeah, but, but I'm saying a dude, a dude has made a career out of talking trash about LeBron James, though. Yeah, calling him Queen James and stuff, and that dude's a uh, you know. I, but I haven't heard LeBron on, no, say. I haven't heard LeBron come out on that guy. Yeah, because like because LeBron don't want to give him no energy. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so what's what's the difference between LeBron and Kwame? LeBron well, is mean, probably in a, more of a spotlight than Kwame. I think, again, I'm not saying he's right, but Kwame Brown is all the way in his feelings. Right. He got his feelings hurt. I'm just saying, one of these dudes needs to punch one of these dudes in the face and that'll stop it all, yeah. Well, like, I sent you a video today. They can't do that Somebody's got to take one for the team and just knock a dude out one time, yeah. They can't do the it thing. anymore. It's like if one of these dudes gets knocked out, it's gonna make all of them think about it. You know you, what I'm you, like, you saw Montrez Harold run on the court and chest bumped the dude the other day. Yeah, like, yeah was it yeah, Devin Booker like, or someone like that? He chest bumped him. Right. When right. when after Chris uh, uh, Chris Paul fouled uh, LeBron James at the free throw. Line. Right. Right. So like they 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 can't do that. <laughs> yeah. I I mean I feel bad for, badly for Kwame Brown, but then again, like he was a bust and. Unfortunately, they going hard on them because they bring. They they just it just so happened that right now, it, it that, that everybody's talking and everybody has a platform to talk about something. Yeah, and yeah. they just took I mean, we, they took it too far. We, we doing that. We we're doing, doing that right. We doing now. it right now. We doing it right now. My bad, Kwame. If you listening and I, and to I'm this, I'm surely about to I'm surely about to attack somebody in uh in the Wellington Park. So. Yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, okay. The Black Bird Watcher. I'm surely about to attack somebody. Yeah, and so so like for for him, I again I feel badly for him because they they did attack him personally, but. Sticking to the root of it all, like his basketball right. career wasn't the greatest based on, uh, you know, based on what he got. And, you know, think about it, man. Like, as an athlete, you play sports. Like, right. you know, be like, oh, he's sorry or whatever it might be. Right. You know, you might have that conversation, like, about that. You already know. Like, there's players right. that you, you've seen where they were all hyped up and, you know, all met this and all that. Right. And then they go and they don't really uh, perform up to the expectations of what everybody else says. Right. And then somebody tries to pump them up or say something about them. And he's like, man, that, that, that player is garbage. Right. You know, or something like that. You don't go talking about his family and all that kind of stuff. Because like, to be quite honest, you don't even know their family. You don't know them that well personally. But if you, right. like I said, if you stick to the performance piece, yeah, Kwame Brown, I, I can't, you know, I can't get with you on that one, bro. Like, so all you Dave Ramsey haters out there that y'all want to call me Dave Ramsey, if y'all mad at me because I'm not taking up for Kwame Brown tonight, then, yeah, then whatever. Yeah. Dave. <laughs> That's that, 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 yeah, whatever. Here we go. Well, it's a par, well, it's a par, yeah. Shout out to DJ Smug, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No checks for and Nick. And no check Nick. So, um, hold on. my. <laughs> what if I got to come back on next week and be the Wellington Park because I got to reverse everything I said about Kwame? <laughs> be like Charlemagne and have to apologize to that yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did apologize, yeah. So, yeah, Wellington Park, we going to flash back to when I said the Black Bird Watcher. Um and we said that simultaneously. I think actually, I'm gonna find Cent- it. Central. Oh, I got it because I see. I made the. Uh, I made the tape. I, I got it. You want to give Park that to Karen. me so that I can actually uh, master and record. You know, edit yeah, that for you. You know, because I'm a, a master editor and you know mixer right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Central Park, Karen, Amy Cooper, your girl from back in the day. The er- the early days of the pandemic. Oh yeah. If y'all y'all don't remember, Amy Cooper was the uh, woman that 
called the called the police uh, on the, on the black bird watcher. Didn't we play? We played the clip and everything. Yeah, yeah. So okay, the go black, ahead. The, the black bird called the police <laughs> on the black bird watcher. Um, yeah. So she's suing her. She got fired, of course. Everybody remembers that. So yeah, she's suing her former employer, accusing them of discrimination, discriminating against her. Now, mind you, this is the woman that called the police on a black man that was watching birds. Yeah, he was the black bird watcher. She's suing her company for discrimination because she thinks she was fired because she was a white woman. She says she was in reasonable fear for her safety when the black man, our man, the bird watcher, Christian Cooper, asked her to put her dog on a leash. Wow. So he he gave her, cut her some slack. And yeah. she's still going hard like this? Her charges were dropped after she did counseling. And now she's claiming that her firing is causing her emotional distress and her company fired her because she was a white woman and didn't give her just due. Mm. So remember when he gave her a pass and I came on his joke and I said, don't give her a pass. You did. I was pissed that he gave her a pass. Yes. And this is exactly what I was talking about to the bird watcher. Wow. These people, and I'm going to say these people and her Karen's, you can't trust them. Talk about she was discriminated against. She done called the damn, tried to get a, a, a black man shot in the park over a dog. And now she talking about she was discriminated against. Boy, if that ain't the most Wellington, Wellington Park of all time. Yeah. Wow. So she's she's now in the Wellington Park Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. She's a hall. Yeah. She she might be up there with uh with your former president. Yeah. She she's up there. Yeah. Wow. Wow, so he 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 cut her some big time. Slack. Yeah, man. And she still said she feared for her life. You and gave her a pass and apologized for oh oh oh. I'm disgusted just thinking about it. Yeah. Well, you I I can see your career is gonna be like CNN. I can't wait. Nah, hell nah. They can't have me on that junk because I'm going to be like, I'm going to be looking like, I'm going to have too many Negro please looks at dudes, yeah. You're you going to be up there with uh with my man. Who, what's Who? my man say? Don Lemon. You and Don Lemon going to have a show together. Yeah, because I'm going to be like, Don, what the, why Don, why you got this clown on here, man? What is this clown doing here? <laughs> All right, what, what are we doing, man? Take us away. Be a problem solver. Not a problem finder, problem solver, not a problem finder. If you can't take care of your family in life with Doji, take care of them in death. Get them some life insurance. Get you some life insurance. Get you some life insurance. Yeah. So look, build relationships, relationships before you need them. Uh, you got to know your DNA, why you do what you do, who you would let down if you fail. And then you got to have a plan. You invested this money in 2020. On your stocks, and you, you got to understand that there's an opportunity or a chance for things to change. So, have a plan. Pull up and murder cash. I got a show today. That's all I'm trying to do. Hustle and motivate. 